You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. But I came here for just one drink. It's Cross the Line 1524. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table 12, as the guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right. Cross the line, 1524. All right, we're here at the Rusted Nail. Speakeasy, a little speakeasy out on the outskirts of Franklin County, Indiana, where we secretly and ceremoniously look for penguins. Pink, 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 pink penguins. I was just checking. Just pink checking. penguins. There's a joke there. There's a see. You can tell who's listened to last week's podcast and who hasn't. Some people are like, penguins, go. what are you talking about? <laughs> well, that's what Jeff wanted to know last week. Anyway, you look for the pink flamingos. I am Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. We are. The 15 side. Jeff Montag. Mike Gardner. And we're the 24 side. All right. So how's it going, guys? It's going good. Table 12, how you guys doing? We're getting started early, getting started early. So I need to make a, some, uh, a slight clarification. So if you listen to last week's episode, it said it was episode, episode 200. So that's a momentous thing for us, 200 episodes. Uh, in fact, Jamie congratulated us on 200 episodes. Uh, but actually, that was only 199 because there was an episode way back when that got lo- loaded and there was an issue with it. It was actually a Batesville Liquor Co. episode. I had to take it down and reload it, and it tagged the next episode. So this is actually 200 episodes. Woo! How about that? All right. All right. Pretty cool. Do you guys feel older now? No. 200 yeah, episodes yeah. of this. Who would have thought? Look really? at my hair. It don't look any older. Uh-huh. Yeah. As our listeners know, so I pointed out something. I brought something to, to everybody's attention at Old Man's Breakfast this morning. As most of you know, we were, uh, uh, Dwayne, uh, uh, Jeff, and myself, and our spouses were in Florida last week, where never once did I see Dwayne go underneath the water in the swimming pool. Jeff witnessed it. He just won't admit it. He was there. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's leading on to our, our theory that Dwayne's got a toupee on. I believe it. If he went under the water, his hair never still got wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we should let our listeners know that uh, you saw pictures of us with the toupees at our last podcast. And then there were a couple pictures. There was a picture of uh, Dwayne, Jeff, and myself on a couch that we actually took in Florida. <laughs> Uh, what our listeners don't know is that Jeff and I then went to a distillery, much to our wife's dismay, with those toupees on. I thought it was fantastic. I did, too. I think Jeff looks good with it on. I, it fits right in. Well, well I color. look good in general, but... Well, that's true. That's true. With a little more gray hair. I couldn't get my yeah. wife to walk next to me. I, I went to reach out for her hand, and she was like, you know what, holding your hand. <laughs> Oh. You were flaunting it a little bit much, though. Hey, I, so. you got you know it when is you got it, it is. When you got it, you got it. Now I know how you feel, Dwayne. I was gonna say you know how it is now. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so yeah, we just got back. Well, we got back on New Year's Day. 
Um, so we had a few adventures. Uh, so Jeff and Robin drove down, got there before us. But what happened when you got there? We got there and walked into this luxurious house with the nice pool and sauna and a hot tub and walked in the bedrooms and none of the beds were made. The bedding was on the floor. So when we called the handler of the house, he was like, well, aren't you guys early? We're like, no. In fact, we were, you guys were right on time. Well, right on time. We were dead, yeah, on, dead on time. I mean, within minutes of the check-in yeah. time of the day. And it's like, I thought you guys were coming tomorrow. I was like, well, we're not going to rent it for an extra day. Right. Why would you rent it? not show up. But, yeah. but anyway, his story was, well, you don't have any water. So the cleaning lady couldn't clean. And it's like, okay, this isn't good. Yeah. So we need to let everybody know this is Christmas Day. Yes. Yes. Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Christmas afternoon. 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 Four o'clock or three o'clock. So his story was that there was a storm in the last week that blew the trash cans into the water spigot outside and broke it off, which I went out and looked, and sure enough, the water spigot outside was broke off right after, <coughs> or it should say, it basically on the infeed line to the house so to turn on the water it would have just been blowing a jet stream to the neighbor's right yard so uh, we pushed on him a little bit to see about getting some emergency plumbing there because we had four more people coming and it's going to be a problem i mean i'm thinking we're going to be dipping water out of the pool to flush toilets and all kind of fun stuff here it's going to get it's going to get uh it's going to get interesting a little interesting but uh so he called back a little bit later and in the meantime of course we were letting our cohorts know that we're on the incoming flight that you know we had this problem we didn't believe you yeah we did not believe you <laughs> i still think jeff and robin got there early got a little wild Tore the sheets up. We're out in the hot tub. Busted the water pipe. Getting a little crazy. Boom, chicka, chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> but unfortunately, that was not the case. Oh, okay. So. I just I remember seeing Jeff in the Yellowstone grinning when we walked in the door. Yeah. That was the first sight. So yeah. what you can draw conclusions as to what happened. So the guy managed to get a hold of his plumber, and the guy came over and got a temporary fix on it with a little bit of a leak but it was enough and then got the cleaning lady to get back over there and we lost a few hours of quiet time that well, the cleaning lady was there and very nice but very chatty woman <laughs> and uh but they got it cleaned up and then uh so we we didn't notice any problems did we <laughs> yeah. it was fine <laughs> we got there yeah, yeah going you're on? welcome uh, it was kind of, you know, and, and it was kind of good they did show up early because that, that's been, a fact. That's what we talked about. It's like you if know, all like, six of us has got down there, and at, then or just what one. Time, of us. What time do you guys? <laughs> I know you got. What are you looking me for? You guys, I don't know. You guys rolled in at what seven o'clock, seven p.m. Oh, no, no, it was later than that. It was probably eight thirty. Yeah, if we'd all rolled in there at eight o'clock with no water and no bedding, yeah, on yeah beds, that would it been. might not have because we were tired. I mean, I was beat. Oh yeah, yeah, we were ready to lay down, traveling right. So, but anyway. You're Long welcome. day. Of, so we did. Dwayne and Dodie and Mary and I learned an important thing. <laughs> yeah. So you know they tell you to get to the airport at least, especially during holidays, at least two hours ahead of time. At least. So Dodie says, "Hey, let's just go early, 
sat down at one of the bars there, eat, drink, relax, and we're like, that sounds like a good idea. So our flight left at five something. Five, yeah, five o'clock. So I picked them up around noon when we get to the airport. We got the airport at like one o'clock. One o'clock. Yes. Yep. Guess what? They wouldn't let us check in. We were too early. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. On Allegiant, you can only check in two two and and a half half hours before your flight. Well, even better was we're all standing in line. So there's we were first in line because we got there early. Well, by the time they opened the counter, and granted, there's six or eight people standing there at the counter. So and they're not doing not doing anything. They won't do anything until it's exactly the time they're supposed right. to open. Except for one, didn't one person? No, that was on the way home. No, on the way down, they waited till that exact minute. And you think they would have said, "Hey, you know, you guys all wanting to check in? You can't check in until that." We could have left instead of staying there. But no. So we get up to the counter. Alan's bag was overweight, so we knew he was going to be discussing combos and something else Dodie and i we had our bag we put it on the thing and the lady goes she's typing away and oh you're you're on flight blah 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 yeah well you can't check in yet what do you mean well you can only check in two and a half hours before your flight so we're like are you kidding it no no so we grab our crap find out alan then is now what two pounds over yeah so here's that story so we decide that much when you carry 14 <laughs> pairs of them. Uh, this is going downhill fast. So I knew we were overweight. We pack everything up because we, we decided to check one bag. So Allegiance deal is 50 pounds and the thing. So I weigh my bag. It's 52 pounds. I'm like, is there anything we want to take out of here? It's like, nope. So I'm like, okay. So I get online. And so, it's, oh yeah, that was the penalty. <laughs> it's it's fifty dollars for an overweight bag, or it's fifty dollars at this point in time to check another bag, which would be fifty dollars each way. So it'd be a hundred dollars. So in my smart mind, I'm thinking I'll pay the fifty pound overweight thing, and then send a bunch of stuff back in the Montag mobile. <laughs> so on the way back, I won't be overweight. That's right. Sounds like a good idea. To the lady at the counter says it's seventy five dollars for an overweight bag. Yeah. And I said, no, it's not. It's $50. It's right online. Well, fortunately for the attendant, that's when we found out we were there too early. <laughs> and my bag only weighed 32 pounds. Yeah, and his only weighed 32. We switched some stuff. They let me go back up and weigh it, and I knew I was fine. But, yeah, that was getting not to be a good thing. So uh, if you're going to fly a Legion out of CVG in Cincinnati, do not get there more than two and a half hours before Otherwise, you sit out in the lobby with nothing to no do. No restaurants really. to go to, no bars to go to. you got to be checked in, past <clears throat> right. security before all that stuff. So luckily, there is a snack stand. So I went and got some drinks, got everybody a drink and something to snack just to stand there. Because we're stuck for an hour and a half. We were thinking we were going to have lunch by 1.30. We're going to be sipping a drink and ordering some appetizers. But nope. We're sitting in the... I think you already told them everybody behind us in line was in line. Oh, yeah. Forgot that. Too. No. Yeah. yeah, there's 12. We're, we're first in line, and behind us now has lined up 12, 14 people. So we're, we we turn around, and when they tell us we can't check in, we turn around, the line's gone. So everybody else was checking in for the same flight. We were thinking the same thing. So everybody just left and then stood there, and it's like, this is just crazy. Yeah, it was not crowded at all. No, At no. that time of the day. So it was an uneventful flight, good flight. Yeah. We were supposed to hit a bunch of weather, 
in fact, Jeff had messaged us, hey, you, there's high wind. First, yeah. he said the airport shut down high yeah. winds. <laughs> so airport's that, closed. Airport's <laughs> closed, high winds. And I'm rolling my eyes. So then I look at my phone, and it's like, well, sure enough, there's storms rolling yeah. through there. But that's before we left, and it's a two-hour flight. So they even told us that, hey, we're going to hit some rough weather coming in, but we didn't. It was smooth in, no problem, good flight. Yeah. So what's the reasoning behind that? I mean, you're checked in, you're past security. No, I, we weren't. We I weren't. But you will be. Well, I so, but they did. I don't think I don't they think have room to store our yeah, bags. I don't think Allegiant has room. Uh, I don't think Allegiant yeah. pays so, so enough it's a, money. It's the same security thing. It's the same thing down at, the, at Cape Coral. So that entire right. airport's Allegiant. They can only hold so many right, people downstairs. That. So uh, we got to fly out there. They weren't going to open the gates for another forty-five minutes or something. But a guy decided to help us out. Where was he from? He was from. from? Um, Indiana. Outside of Ross, uh, Shandon area. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. That was the best coming home. We're standing there in line, and we're thinking the same crap. Everybody's just standing there, and they're fidgeting, doing everything they can to not do their job. And the one guy, he walks in, and they're like, "We don't open until whatever." And he's like, "Well, I'm going to open up." So he yep. goes down to his, and she's like, "You're not going to get logged on." And he's like, "You hear him down there just typing away." And all of a sudden, he goes, "Hey, come on down here. We'll get you." And I'm like, "Thank you, you dude." Yeah. So oh, yeah, the other he, ones. He were looks mad. at our license and sees we're from Brookville. He goes, "Oh yeah, I grew up not too far." Go Bengals. My, <laughs> my parents live not too far from there. It's like cool, cool. Yeah, he was a cool dude. Well, yeah, it was a good time. So we, uh, what's everybody got in their glass? Because that's going to be my next thing. I got a little blackened. You got blackened, Jeff. Black, number ninety three. Little Yellowstone. We didn't drink any Yellowstone while we were <laughs> <in> there. Liar. <laughs> I did. I did come back with one full uh, bottle. Three dead car. soldiers three of Yellowstone. Soldiers. One one dead soldier of Minor Case. So, and then Mike, what you got? I'm drinking the rum. So uh, we did go to a. Dis- imagine this. We went to a distil- distillery while we were in Florida. Uh, we went to the Wicked Dolphin, which is a rum distillery down there, uh, and brought all kind of stuff back. I what I have out and Mike's drinking it as well is their six-year barrel-aged rum, which got a very good taste to it. Um, you can't buy Wicked Dolphin here; it's not available in our area. Uh, one of their big things is all their rums are a fraction of the sugar content of anybody else's. But they're still a, a nice, smooth-tasting yeah, rum. Very good. A that's lot what, of different flavors. Good stuff. That's why I bought a whole case while I was down there, because it was diet. Diet yeah. drinks. <laughs> really, it is. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, it was... I can't remember what the percentage was, but it was... It was a, like three grams versus 20 grams right. of anybody else's. It's yeah, a, it's a... And, you know, we did a, we did a tour of uh, their distillery process. I mean... I think their whole facility might be ten thousand square feet. It's I think not it's my, my my two barns combined, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's, it's not very big at all. That, but yeah. uh, but they got a nice little setup down there, nice little um, gift shop, and they do a nice job with their tour. Their and tour's their, very good. Their talk, so yeah. it was it was, and they make some good stuff. Yeah, I bought the vanilla. Yeah, two handles of that because they make this one drink that i swear was like a liquid creamsicle it was it was so i've not told mary i said i'm this summer i'm gonna figure out like a slushy machine and make like a a slushy of that stuff and oh god i know somebody's got margarita machine you guys still got that yeah yeah we got it got an official margarita machine absolutely we might have to figure out a way to make margaritaville margarita machine bring that with you on podcast night we'll have some orange slushies 
Yep. I'm tasting already. I at one I at one time had visions of a slushy machine at her shop and a, and a, just too much work keeping that thing clean. Yeah, I bet. Is that like McDonald's and the ice cream machine? Yeah. <laughs> so then the other thing the other thing that aggravated me about our trip is I went to all this trouble to make it rusted nail south and put pink flamingos out for when these guys pulled in i strategically set them up so when they pulled in their headlights would come right across these two pink flamingos in the yard they didn't even that notice, didn't notice? well see so here's here's so do you know how many pink flamingos are in yards in florida yeah that was not in that neighborhood i didn't know that neighborhood I was looking yeah. that neighborhood there weren't but when i pulled in i saw them but i kind of thought alan well we're in florida it's a pink flamingo and I did. I didn't. I didn't pay attention. I'm sorry, Jeff. Neither did I. I was so damn tired. Plus, we were tired. It was a long. I, day. I didn't see him at all till the next I guess morning. Should have brought some penguins. Yeah, penguins. Were if there. I had it to do over again, <laughs> some pink penguins, we probably would have really went. What the hell? We got pink penguins. Hey, penguins and Sasquatch. You're all there good. You go. you like my shirt. I do. Good. Vote Bigfoot 2024. A, a candidate, candidate you, you can, can believe, believe in. in. <laughs> there you I go. Like it. I like it. Oh, oh goodness, goodness! So the other tour we did down there, we got to uh, one of the products we sell in the stores, Bones Coffee. Uh, yeah, we started selling it because we go to Cape Coral and been going there for a while, and they're from Cape Coral, so we were able to go tour their facility. Their story is awesome. They yeah. started out of their garage. Uh, the two guys that started were actually graphic artists making T-shirts. And they failed to copyright their T-shirts and lost their T-shirt designs and decided, you know, they need to make these designs for something else. They started doing coffee. Yeah, they're labeling. Their graphics the on graphics the labeling is just cool. awesome. It's good yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the coffee's good, coffee's too. Coffee's good, They make too. some really good coffee, too. I don't uh, know about that. <laughs> you don't. The, ex, the, the non-coffee drinker here. I was the DD that morning for everybody. <laughs> for the got, distillery and for the for coffee. For the distillery, tour. too. Before the coffee, I got up in the morning. I said, I'll be the DD today. <laughs> but it was neat saying they're upgrading their facility. and uh, Oh, growing by by leaps and bounds. Right. Yeah, the, the size of the facility. Um, yeah, they've expanded substantially from when they started, right? And oh, yeah. You well, can they, see it right there. that They've expanded into the building yeah. next door and that, too. So, I mean, not huge, huge plan. Again, it's another small business, but I don't think we saw cool. all of it, though, because he said there's another building they're in. We went to the other building. We, we went across no, to the other building. I think he said there. I think he was there's another one that because they didn't have enough storage in there i think there's he said there's another building more with more warehousing yeah. but they want to move they want to get more but it's hard to believe it was eight years ago yeah they were two guys in a garage yeah and now they're sponsoring national doing national marketing and sponsoring well national. the big thing is they're getting picked up by and this is going to hurt our business i know yeah the walmart they got picked yeah. up by walmart yeah uh, so that'll be i hope it doesn't hurt i hope it doesn't ruin them either yeah, well, I know what's going to happen to us. Walmart's going to undercut by two dollars a bag yeah. or something, and then people because I have the same thing. I, I carry Doctor Squatch products, and I had some, you know, buddy come. Oh, I can buy that at Walmart for a dollar less. Go to Walmart then. Yeah, you know that's, that's they're standing yeah. here. You can go there. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, you, you can support a small business or you can support a conglomerate that right. takes your money and laughs yeah. at you. Yeah, right. go to them when you want your grandkids sponsored in a sport or your kids yeah. sponsored in a sport. Yep, it don't happen. So you know what? We'll take a short break. It's about that time, and uh, we'll be right back because my glass is empty actually. 
Mine Mine is a terrible thing. Terrible thing. We'll be right back with Cross the Line 1524. Well, it's a new year. That means there's a lot of exciting things happening at one of our favorite sponsors, Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana, and Tebby Liquor in Brookville, Indiana. And all kicks off this coming weekend in Batesville, Indiana. At Batesville Liquor Co., January 13th, it's their drop of their very own pick of none other than Buffalo Trace. That's right. They've got their Buffalo Trace barrel pick in, and they'll be releasing it. January 13th, this coming Saturday. You're going to want to get there. You're going to want to get some and uh, tell your buddies, bring your friends. You know how fast Buffalo Trace goes on its own. Can you imagine how fast their very own barrel pick's going to go? If you're not into bourbon, they got vodkas. They've got gins. they got tequilas. They've got beers. They've got any liqueur or alcoholic product you could think of. Right there in Batesville Liquor Co., 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana, and Tebby Liquors on Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. Make sure you tell them the Cross the Line 1524 crew sent you. Well, if you're looking to learn more about the bourbon country in probably the most unorthodox way you've ever heard it, you need to listen to Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. You can join the Bow Brothers, a couple of longtime goofy radio DJs from Kentucky, and learn more about what makes the heart of bourbon country so famous. You can listen to the Bow Brothers as they look to interview experts in the bourbon industry and other things that are truly unique to Central Kentucky, like wineries, craft breweries, caves, kayaking, you name it. It's Two Shots on a Barrel podcast with the Bow Brothers. You can find it on all of the major podcast platforms. Two shots on a barrel. You can learn more about Kentucky only the way the Bow Brothers can bring it on Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. Gilman's Home Centers with 14 locations and they're growing. You know, we're in the heat of the winter. That's an oxymoron right there, but you need ice melt. You need snow shovels. Any item to take care of your winter needs, Gilman's have them. Do you have a wood pellet stove? Well, Gilman's has the best wood pellets on the market. They're Somerset wood pellets. They're hardwood pellets made in Somerset, Kentucky. It gets no better. I personally use them and vouch for them. Gilman's Home Centers, your one-stop shop for any of your home improvement needs. All right, we're back here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. And this is hot off the presses. So, I, fortunately, this happened in Florida. In the news tonight, a rowdy tourist is accused of sexually molesting a statue in one of Florida's Gulf Coast vacation hubs. Investigator, I can't even get through it. Investigator oh, said it happened Friday, December eighth. Was uh, I was going to say? Was this right after Robin and I headed yeah. out of town? <laughs> We had to go to the Twisted or the <laughs> Twisted Lobster. Twisted we'll, Lobster. We'll get there in a minute. It happened Friday, December 8th at St. Pete St. Pete Beach, and the victim was a life-size statue of a manatee that doubles as a mascot for Rick's Reef what? Restaurant and Patio Bar, bar according to Pinellas County Sheriff's Office. St. Pete Beach is about 30 miles southwest of Tampa, so not too far from where we were. Pretty close. Investigators say the suspect is a 23-year-old man from Pittsburgh. Well, that explains a lot. 
uh, who is accused of creating disturbances at the restaurant and nearby hotel. While at Rick's Reef, the defendant was throwing gator nuggets in the restaurant, a deputy wrote in the affidavit. What the hell? That's a waste. When uh, really? You got that right. When confronted by the staff, the defendant became belligerent and was sexually molesting a manatee mannequin in the presence of the staff and several other patrons. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? The suspect then ran about one-third of a mile to the postcard inn on the beach where he began yelling and screaming obscenities at the front desk worker, officials say. The defendant then chose to linger in the parking lot and yell obscenities, causing a traffic backup. Deputies arrested the man and charged him with disorderly intoxication, which is a misdemeanor. He was released December 9th on his own recognizance records show. He was picked up by the manatee. <laughs> oh. What could you? Well, I don't even want to know. Don't go down there. In my drunkest, in my drunkest moment, I've never been anywhere close to that. Uh, no, no, not no. I, I don't know. It's yeah, uh, yeah. Don't even want to know. Said. Yeah. Curious. That I'm curious. Right. What curious to know what the yeah what was. What was the sexual assault? I'm assuming he was hunching the manatee, but I could be Probably. wrong. Probably. If it's any more than that, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, it's a statue. So what are you going to do? I mean. Now, on a better note. <laughs> well, I was leading that. That oh, leads into. Is this lead? Yeah. Okay. It's the lead in. Okay. <laughs> so what did you guys do with manatees while you were there? <laughs> I see. I went, that's not the way it was supposed to go. While you and Dodie were out of the beach, <laughs> doing your, you and Al <laughs> doing your doing your uh, treasure treasure hunting. hunting with your metal detector, we did. We went. Uh, we took a little road trip up the road. Uh, so uh, Mary watches routinely this uh, nest of eagles, bald eagles, down there, a pair of bald eagles that's on the internet, and they weren't uh, their their nest wasn't too far away. So we took a little road trip, went up and found that. It's along the highway. Uh, kind of sits back in, uh, I don't know, kind of a park setting, I'd say, but it's on a private property. But uh, it's pretty routine for people to stop there. And we've got a neat set of cameras in the tree uh, to be able to monitor them. And they were just so happened to be uh, having a couple eggs ready to hatch. Yeah. So yeah. it was all pretty cool. So it was kind of it's kind of cool. And then on that same little road trip we went on up, uh, the Gulf water temperatures were just right to push the manatees up into the rivers and the canals, and so uh, we went up and uh, to uh, I think it was uh, Manatee, Manatee Island Park. Yep, that sounds right. Um, hey, what, what do you remember? The, you said the water temperature. You remember what the water temperatures were where so, we were compared to where you were at the park? Yeah. So um, first of all, when the water temperatures in the Gulf drop below 68 degrees the manatees will migrate up the rivers and into the warmer waters of the rivers and the canals uh, just so happened when we got to the park they had it all charted up there when you got there the gulf waters were 66 which was fortunate for us because the the right. gulf temperatures were about four or five degrees below normal for that time of year so it was fortunate for us that it pushed the manatees up and then the river temperature i think was they were had listed around 72 and then the canal that's up in this park was like pushing 80 um, and part of that was because i looked up stream 
uh, from the canal, and there was a power plant up there, so I'm sure right. they were catching a lot of warm water right. from the power plant. But uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool. And they had they had it listed there. I think they indicated that there were 50 plus manatees yeah. in that right. area, and so we were able to go and they have a nice walk and kind of a observation walk along the canal there, and we were able to watch the manatees up and down the canal. It was pretty. It was pretty nice. Yeah, it was cool. Cool. It was chilly out. It's chilly it was. day. It was a chilly day. Very chilly day. But in fact, I said, "Let's go into the gift shop, warm up a little bit." So Mary and I walk in the gift shop. It's colder in there than it was outside, so it didn't take as long to go back outside. <laughs> it was a little. It was a breezy day yeah, that day. It was. Yes, it was. Yeah, a little overcast, a little breezy. Um, the day before, we went out to the beach, and it was sunny. It was yeah. still cool, but it was sunny, yeah. and you guys were able to adventure with your metal detector some but we were all able to get a little bit of vitamin d from the sunshine that day so that was good some of us got a little more than others yeah, i still got a tan from it i had sandals on that day i looked down took a shower looked down I'm like ah, there's still some florida tan there. oh mine's yeah. yeah you're still a little red yeah mary actually her lips burnt so we'll just leave that where it's at uh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you did some metal detecting, man. Yeah, we did a little. Gary my, Drayton Jr. Little Gary Drayton. I can't. I can't. That, do a British. That is I got not a, a British accent. No, I don't know what the hell accent that was. It it's was your all best I had. attempt. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's okay. You knew the intent. Yeah, you knew the intent. So, yeah, so I'll give you that. So the first day, though, this is my first time really metal detecting for treasures that on, especially on a beach. So the first day we went with everybody was there, and I think I ended up. I I'm down three hundred and ninety two dollars still because because <laughs> the twenty seven cents you found <laughs> yeah, at, uh, at least that's what, that's what you're that's what Dodie, Dodie thinks, thinks. Yeah. so that's what Dodie thinks but yeah we we were picking up trash and you know I was learning I'm still learning and everything I've read is dig everything you find because you never know what you're going to find so it was really interesting to me how much you can find and how deep things can be and it, it, there are different sounds and i'm starting to learn the sounds i'm starting to learn what pennies and what trash and i can find a beer tab 12 inches down in the sand <laughs> i'm that good so but then the first day we found just a few few coins and a bunch of garbage so we cleaned that up the second day Dodie and i went myself we went to a different beach and thought it was going to be better and it was better we found more stuff there but talk about seashells i don't know what was the barefoot beach ill-named beach ever because you You don't want to wear not want to be barefoot on that beach it looked like you took as every seashell in the world dumped them on that beach ground them up and spread them out i mean it was just horrible for walking on but beautiful beautiful if you're looking for seashells but we dug there for a while and we found i found a quarter so I was stepping up my game. Uh, we found actually one piece of jewelry re- real early on. It was a peace symbol about the size, about the diameter of an eraser on a pen. And it was about 10 inches down. And I'm, and it, the metal detector went off, and it was a little bit different sound. So I started digging, and I was being like Gary. I was dumping my shovels to the side, and I had my pointer out, and I'm finding And I grab it with my hand, and I got it in my hand, and then it's gone. And I'm like, where the hell to go? So I'm searching and searching and kept finding and it was that small so that was pretty cool so we were we, the end of the day Dodie's back at the car we had found our garbage and everything and I'm I'm just scanning as I'm walking back to the car and some young kid was there playing with his dad playing hockey or something 
And uh, he's like, did you find anything good? I said, ah, oh, just some coins and some junk. And about that time, it went beep, beep, real loud. It was a different sound. I'm like, oh, this is cool. So, heck, I'm going to dig. So I start digging down. I dig down. I get about 8, 10 inches down, and I see this root, just jewel. It's just glistening in the sun because the sun was shining real bright. Then I'm like, holy crap. You know, I found something. So I yell at the kid. I'm like, hey, kid, come over here. You know, see, this is what I just found. So I pulled it out and... Then I had to make a little video to send to the guys with my find from the day and my tr- trial of being Gary Drayton, but it definitely is not. So have, I, you, I gotta work you, on that. have you sent it to the gemologist to determine what that is or what? Yeah, I think it's glass. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a metal, some kind of metal. It's got some sort of a metal ring. I haven't really looked at it yet. It's all still back. Maybe Actually, it, it was in your car. Are you it sure it's in, not a class for a I've had that in my chest? car. I've had that in my car till tonight. You've had that in oh your car. Gosh. So good thing you had security on I your house. I could have made away. Made away. could have made away worth millions. That. could be worth millions or about a quarter. But I <laughs> Could it be the Knights Templar left it there? Well, the funny one, I found the 22... What's the shells they use to put in construction? It's just like a blank 22. 20, 22, yeah. I found one of those. It's called a ram shot. Ram shot. Yeah. I couldn't think of the word down there. So I found a ram shot shell out in the beach, and I told Doty, I said, oh, I'm going to say this is a this was a signal cannon for it to let the ships know. Yeah, they actually do 27 caliber, too, 22. Is it? I think Hildy does a 27 caliber, but yeah. But yeah, it was it was fun. So I had, I had a good time, but I do know there's, in my research of it, I – anything i would have found i had to give away so if i'd have found the spanish treasure i had to give it back you'd have to give it to the state of florida and actually i'm i'm probably a rebel now because i kept that 37 cents you're supposed to turn in that to the park rangers so rangers i've got 37 cents i'll send you a buck if it really need to be but uh and i kept the garbage so i think maybe we'll call it even cool that's a fun time what else did we do down there? I found a shark's tooth. Oh, oh. oh Dodie found a shark's tooth. Yeah, too. That was the one. She 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 can find the littlest shark teeth, and she was a little depressed and upset because the beach I chose to metal detect, she's looking up online. There's no shark teeth there. I said, well, honey, that just means it's not normal to find them, but keep looking. Maybe you can find one. So she found one that's probably the size of a nickel or a little bigger. bigger. Really defined beautiful shark tooth and that's the biggest one i think she's ever found in the trips we've taken so nice she had her jackpot i have my jewel and my, i do want to find out what that little peace symbol is i think it i think it might be gold it was but, it? yeah the hippie piece no it was the y it was a circle with the the 60s peace symbol yeah i think it was a necklace or some you know or bracelet maybe yeah but i think it might have been gold so i might have found gold cool but out, so, i mean outside of that we did a lot of relaxing in the hot we tub ate, we ate, ate well. out a couple oh. times so yeah, one of our favorite places that we took everybody to is the twisted lobster Dwayne and i've been there before yes. and then we had to go so this is how the guys always get blamed for stuff so we ran out of yellowstone road trip. so we had to do a yo- road, trip. road trip so down there the only place you could get yellowstone was at the abc store which happened to be just down the street da- down the street from the twisted lobster that we had ate at the day before. Day before. So we need to premise this by the fact that Dodie was cooking a big pot of Dwayne's favorite bean <laughs> soup for supper that night. But Dwayne does not eat beans. No. So we're close to the Twisted Lobster after going to the liquor store. And running all day on running errands. Running all day, running Slaving. errands. 
So I said, hey, we could just stop at the Twisted Lobster. Dwayne says, yeah, I've got to have something neat. I can't eat that bean soup. Yeah. So we pull in the driveway. Dwayne gets out to sit in there, and I look at Jeff. I'm like, we can't let him sit in there by himself. Can't eat alone. <laughs> it's just not polite. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we the guys had another uh, go around at the Twisted Lobster, which was awesome. Yeah, some calamari. Uh, I did not have calamari. I did the not there. I had some calamari at Doc Ford. Doc Ford's. Doc we'll Ford. go there yeah. next. So yeah. uh, we went, went to Doc Ford's on Sanibel. Yep. So they're rebuilding Sanibel, obviously. It was great to see that place back open again. Uh, the last time Dwayne and I had been down there, that's where we ate. Loved it. Yeah. And they had opened back up. A lot of places aren't open yet. No. Uh, they have a lot of rebuilding to do. Um, Island is still very busy. Yeah. A lot of the artisan shops aren't there now right. which is sad that's what the island was really full of right uh, so what i'm the dairy queen was still closed that was that uh, was yeah. a bummer yeah i don't think it's going to open back up yeah. and what i'm afraid is going to happen to all those areas where there are artisan shops is developers get, are yep. buying them you can already see developers are buying them they're going to be big Ho- hotels hotels and, and condos and it's going to ruin that yeah. ruin that I island hate, for what it to was see that yeah. And then the other place we went to was Finn's, which we, we found with Mike and Terry when we were down. Uh, so Jeff and Robin, it was our, our manatee day while right. Dwayne and Doty were. Right. Uh, so we went in there, had some cocktails, had good Long Islands. Yeah, absolutely. Very and Doty good. and I tried out to dock Ford at um, Fort Myer Beach. Right. On our way home that night. That's yeah. a good, good. good restaurant, too, down there. Same, same and stuff. T- to backtrack just a little bit. The bean soup was it awesome. It was excellent. Ugh. That may have been the best bean soup I've ever had. That was very good. It ranks good. up there. It does it was, rank it up there. It was good. Well, it had a, uh, what's the hand bone we got from? Uh, so I had a gift card. So this, we always think about food when we do things. I don't know how that works. <laughs> so I had a pretty substantial gift card for honey baked ham. Honey baked. And so I had looked before we went down. I said, there's a honey baked ham right over in Fort Myers. So our first trip out, we went and yep. got a big ham for sandwiches. Snack. So, so while we're there, that's where they had the bean soup mix. Mix. And then uh, Dodie got a ham bone from there, and we had great bean soup. We had great ham all the time. I even had some of that bean soup after I got back because some of it came back in my oh. cooler. Oh, yeah. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, I brought some of that I home. picked up cornbread. Yeah. Dwayne and I went out on oh, errands yeah. to get some that was good too. gluten-free cornbread, which we did. That Was was that gluten-free? That yes, was gluten-free. Yeah, that was good. That, that was, was good. good. I took my big ca- our big cast-iron skillet down. We made it in that big cast-iron skillet. Yep. It was good. It was good. Yeah, if anybody ever ventures with us, you will not starve. So you That's failed good. to mention your trip back home. Oh, yes. Well, Jeff? First, I want to talk. So, you know, we drove down and back, um, as we talked about. And on the way down, it's really good that your mechanic was a former NASCAR driver, right? So, when you are on I 75 going through Tennessee at 90 mile an hour, no problem. It was great. And that was just flowing with traffic. And that car just, that's great. But Coming back, we hit a little road bump, so we had uh, got uh, back to Tifton, which, which ironically, we stopped in Tifton, Georgia, on the way down, spent the night there, and on the way coming home, the plan was to get to Knoxville, Tennessee, before we stopped. Well, the car decided, and the road decided, and one tire decided that we were going to stop in Tifton. You were done. Yeah, we were going to stop in Tifton again, and uh, we broke a belt on one of the 
one of the with one of the steel belts on the mid tread of the tire. So I had a little bit of a tire problem. That was on Sunday, New Year's, New Year's Eve, Eve. <laughs> and uh, it was it really worked out well. We pulled into a place that if people travel up and down that part of I seventy five are very familiar with a, a big uh, tourist stop called magnolia plantation so it looks like a big plantation house right along the interstate you can see from the interstate and we got a shell gas station and sell all kind of goodies jerky syrup honey all that kind of stuff inside so while i'm unpacking the car to try trying to get down to my donut tire because i'm hauling back a bunch of loot from florida for <laughs> He's bootlegging bootlegging her <clears throat> i told robin to go in and see if they could direct us to somebody that might be able to fix a tire on new year's eve sunday and uh, she came out with a card that said 24 7 service i called him up and uh, the fellow was great i mean he was there in 30 minutes and uh, jumped out of the truck wearing his uh um crocs, crocs and his shorts my kind of man took one look at my tire and said i can't fix that we so we saw the picture. You sent the picture. Yeah. Wayne goes. He ain't fixing that. Yeah, he ain't plugging. So I hadn't one. seen that yet till he got there. Right. So we had actually we had stopped down the road because the tire sensor came on. We stopped. We stopped once. I filled the tire back up, but I'm thinking this doesn't look good because it was pretty low. Usually that tire sensor comes on if you got a slow leak. That tire sensor comes on at about I think 30, 28 psi or something it like is that. It's three or four pounds variance. Yeah. And it didn't look like it had that kind of pressure in it. When I filled it back up, and I said, well, let's go a few miles down the road, get off and see what it looks like. Well, we got two miles down the road. The sensor came back on. I said, this is not good. So we pulled in there, and uh, the guy came and took one look at it. Didn't even He hadn't even seen the broken belt. He just could see. He could tell from the look of the tire. He said, I'm not going to be able to plug that. So he had me turn the steering wheel, and then he got had me get out and look. He said, see? And that's pretty big, ugly mess in the middle of the tread. That was a nice cut. Something you hit something that was sharp somewhere that didn't see it, didn't hear it. Yeah, <clears throat> I wasn't driving. <laughs> but didn't see it, didn't hear it. And uh, if you'd have been driving, it'd been no problem. You'd have been in St. Leon that night. <laughs> well, I'd have been in Knoxville. <laughs> oh, I'd have been in Knoxville. Goodness. <laughs> no, but it. Uh, so I mean, it it was a about a two and a half hour uh time dump there which wasn't bad considering it not was bad. new year's eve sunday and the fellow was very I'm nice to think what we were doing during that two two and a half hours drinking <laughs> drinking yeah <laughs> smoking you were cigar. getting messages you were getting messages from we were me getting messages. Going, yeah look at that <laughs> we did so, go through some cigars glad we aren't driving so we did <laughs> not make it to knoxville we ended up stop stopping in dalton georgia and uh, but we were still home new year's day by about 1 30 i think cool. so it worked out it cool. worked out good so shout out to our buddies with two shots on the barrel they uh commented on our pictures and our last podcast so we are working on a date with them to do a joint podcast so just be prepared when that sucker comes out <laughs> that's all i can say yeah, and jimbo to- jabo if you're ever around and when you can think you can help us contribute to our dead soldiers you know keep right. us in mind next trip that's right absolutely just have to get a bigger house or get the next door house but by, by, and then line note the house next door was for rent so never know if you decide to come north of the ohio river just uh mention uh, cross the line 1524 and they'll I'm send sure you back real you. quick 
just kidding, just kidding. Uh, you know what? You know you're a true Yellowstone uh, aficionado. When you post pictures of Yellowstone up and Stephen Bean gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> there you go. Oh, goodness. Well, he's seen the dominant, uh, the dominant liquor on that uh, dead soldier list. Yeah, so. yeah. It was more dominant. You know, if most people didn't realize on the other end was minor case. Yeah, it was a minor case so, on the other end. But it was a good good time, good trip. So I think we'll, that's all. We'll cut this podcast number. Well, shoot, we're over 40 minutes already. Tony so, doesn't have to drive around the corner. That's so right. He's good. That's Perfect. Right. So for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bishaw, Jeff Montag, Mike Gardner, Table 12. As you can tell, it's a delayed <laughs> reaction that happens with alcohol consumption. Concentrating on playing cards. <laughs> focus so on that. So they say. Focus. All right, we'll see y'all next time. You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524. With all the guys, whether we're at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy or out on the road, you know we always have a great time. Hey, check out our webpage at www.crossthline1524.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Check out Podcast 1524 on Twitter and Cross the Line 15 slash 24 on Facebook.